With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Crunch Time this Sunday, 19th of June for 2022. Thanks to our great mates at Robson Civil. With over 60 years of leading civil constructions experience, visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Julian King and the chair for Jaleesa the next couple of weeks. We'll still have plenty of fun. Great to have your company wherever you're tuned in this afternoon. 1170 SEN Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast. SENQ in Queensland, also on DAB+. You can download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere across the globe. Now... The open line number, 1300 011170 and the text line 0457 736 736. Great prize up for grabs. A call or text of the day will win a Dometic Thermo mug. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware. Fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware, 1300 011170 if you want to have a chat or flick us a text 0457 736 736. Okay, let's ring in the team for this afternoon. I'll start on the left as I always do. The two most beautiful words in his vocabulary... Uh, natural variation. <laughs> uh, Steve O'Keefe is here. Socky, good afternoon. Thanks for turning my mic on, mate. Pleasure. That's not funny either. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean it's not funny? I'm a natural spinner of the ball. <laughs> Are you a natural spinner of the ball? No, I'm not. You're they, okay. right. There you go. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because your South played my Dragons on Thursday night. Shut up, When, when your team plays on Thursday, we'll get to you, Miss um, <laughs> It just feels like, and now it's Sunday, it just feels like the longest period of time has elapsed, doesn't it? It like was. It was and I, it, was a, it was a weekend of mourning watching the Bunnies play over uh, on Thursday night it was it was a depressing I feel like that's almost the uh, the stake in the ground that signifies the end of the season for the bunnies mm-hmm. um, but we'll talk wow, about that that's a big call from and one I, of their biggest fans yeah. but and you love Cody Walker, but you've put him in the naughty corner at the moment. We'll, we'll expand yeah, on that throughout let's, let's the show. Well, well, look, his, his surname is derived from the given name Magnus, which means great in Latin. It means power in Swedish. He's aptly named, <laughs> but not because of his swimming. Uh, James Magnusson's with us. Hello, Miss Oh, Thank you, Jules. That was a very nice intro. Actually, uh, in Norwegian, Magnusson means son of the king. Sen, S-E-N. So you're son my of... son. Well... Maybe, mm. maybe, yeah. Well, I'm what six? I'm six three. How how tall are you? Six five. Yeah, okay. He's yeah, got me covered. I don't look up to many people. No, yeah, yeah he's but in more ways than one, I look up to James. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, do you know there's a term for that? There's a term. It's called uh, it's called an aptronym. A p t r o n y m. So basically, it means a name that suits its owner in an apt way. Oh wow. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. The reason I say that because um, Andrew Redmayne. Is an aptitude because he has a red mane. Oh, uh, right. yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like that one? Mm. So the Dragons, they were great. The ra- the Rabbitohs were terrible. And as I said, when you play Thursday night footy, by the time you get to Sunday, it feels like an eternity. Some hope. They say time heals all wounds. So hopefully uh, <laughs> you feel a bit better. Uh, uh, Miss Ola, I just want to quickly touch on the swimming. Uh, Kyle Chalmers, what about that last leg to claim yeah. silver? 46.6 in that anchor leg. Yeah, it's pretty handy. A couple of good swims overnight. <laughs> handy. <laughs> handy. Yeah, it's Spoken pretty like handy. Spoken like a true Olympian. Um, 
Probably the swim of the night was uh, young Elijah Winnington won the 400 freestyle. Brilliant. So he becomes a world champion. Um, huge from him because he struggled a little bit last year at the Olympics, had high hopes going into it and kind of didn't feature. Um, so that was awesome to see him become a world champion, something he can, he can keep with him for life now. And would you say it's, a, I guess, a redemption tale of sorts for Shana Jack, a gold in the 4x100? Yeah, somewhat. Um, that women's 4x1 team has just dominated for the right, best part of it? a decade now. So any time they get in the blocks, you pretty much just bank a gold medal these days. 0457 736 736, the text line number. Anything you want to talk about in the world of sport, and particularly rugby league, we are all ears. Uh, I just want to go back to you for a second, Socky. A word on a, a fellow left arm tweaker, Matty Kuhneman, two wickets on his ODI debut for Australia. Well done to him. Yeah, impressive. So he's a 25-year-old from Queensland last year. He took, I think, over 40 wickets in shield cricket, which is bloody hard to do as a finger spinner. Um, but a guy's come along in leaps and bounds. was over there with the A-Tool, but since all the injuries in the Australian team, so I think he had stoyness. Uh, you might be able to help me out here, Jules, with all the injuries. Well, Zamps was Zamps away was because his kid being born. And, That's yeah. right, yeah. Ashton Agar did his side. Um, so he got an opportunity and did, you know, really, really well. So it's, it's a funny game, cricket, how quickly things can change. You can be so far out of the mix, two injuries down, and before yeah. he knew it, he was playing for Australia. And um, he's such a humble, lovely kid. I spent a bit of time with him before he went over. Seas, he actually flew down to Sydney to have a bowl. Um, we went out to Manly on the synthetic uh, wickets, and he just wanted to rack my brain. So done a couple of tours over in Sri Lanka, and I just thought that was super impressive. So really happy for him, and I think the spin, talk, spin stocks in the country at the moment are as strong as they've ever been. Now, Brooksy sent us the scorecard of, of England v Netherlands. Oh, yeah, wasn't that big? And mm. I was on here Friday night high ground, and I'm looking at this, and people are going, Butler's going off, and I'm like, okay, four for 460. They're a shot at 500 here. Mm. They're yeah. a shot at five and 498. Now, you know, if you if you hit four for four ninety eight, are you disappointed, or do you think we left two runs out there? Well, I think the two runs were left out there. Imagine being Owen Morgan on that scorecard, first ball. First ball. <laughs> <laughs> then the other four guys around you with a hundred. Oh. Uh, I think it's a good one. I think I read the third time in history where we've had three century makers in an ODI innings. Yeah, yes. wow. And Jason Roy missed out as well. What yeah. would the bowling lineup look like for someone like the Netherlands? Would it just be all medium paces or? Pretty I th- much. think they lack a, a bit, probably a, a bit, bit of, of that sp- speed, which is yeah. what most guys... But still, to score 500 against any opposition is a phenomenal effort. And Netherlands yep. are no easy beats. They're featured in World Cups. Mm. Yeah, okay. and, and beaten first-year nations. Yeah, yeah, they've got Tom Cooper, who's uh, played a bit in Australia. So they've got a, they've got a reasonable standard. So, um, yeah, four for 498 really set the bar. And, of course, Matthew Mott is the new head coach of... Fair start. First game, uh, yeah. and he coached the women's team, uh, and he said he wanted to raise the bar and raise the standard, and I mean, <laughs> the only way is down for a Good start. <laughs> four, for four, four for 500. The bar's Because <laughs> I made the point, because I think their most expensive bowler went for 108, and I thought, poor Mick Lewis, right? The oh, first time a team had ever conceded 400 in a one-day international, that amazing game with South Africa. Mm-hmm. And Mick Lewis had none for 113. Still a record, and you're thinking, if a team concedes 498, you think you're a fair chance of your none for 113 getting overtaken, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it, so it he was. still holds the really? record, oh. which is uh, just one you don't want. Now, Jack White, and of course this news broke Friday that he will miss Origin 2 due to COVID. So there's a bit of talk and a bit of a shake-up in the Blues lineup. What will Freddie do? I'll throw this to you because I know you're an unabashed Matt Burton fan. Yeah. Uh, he is heavily in the conversation. I'd pick him. The reason being... Uh, Cleary was pretty much our only kicking option in the first origin. And the Maroons just rushed him, put kick pressure on, and completely unsettled him. Uh, I think they said Cleary did something like 22 of 24 kicks in the game or something like that. 
Um, uh, Cook isn't a kicking option from dummy half. Luai, not really a kicking option. Tedesco, of course, not a kicking option from fullback. Look at Burton's kicking game. I think he could take so much pressure off Cleary. And to be honest right now, I think his kicking game is the best in the NRL. I know that's a huge call, but some of those kicks he put up last weekend against Parramatta, Clint Gutherson would have been having nightmares about that all week. Could you play him and you'd pick Addo Carr? I mean, you're obviously going to be biased, but I mean, his kicking game and finding Addo Carr in open space is like... It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the tough thing is, I think... um, which centre do you put on which side? Um, do they keep stags? There's talk today that there's going to be seven Panthers. So from that, I assume that they're keeping Crichton. Yeah, well, we saw the footage, didn't we, in the yeah. dressing room last night after that comprehensive win over the Warriors, and they're basically congratulating Appy Coruscant, saying that he will be in the side and perhaps trying to mimic Queensland's hooker rotation. The, the point you make about a kicking game is a really salient one because you think about Queensland game one, who are their kicking options? DCE. Munster, uh, Ponger at a pinch, and, and then Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt. And, and late in the game, they brought him back on after Even Harry, Harry had carved him up, but yep. straight out of dummy half. Yep. They had that kicking option out of dummy half yep. that they had. And, and Sugar Kane's big on this about Burden because he, he loves combinations. and like, Rating Dallium centre of the year, no less. Yeah. But defensively, when you had Cleary, Luai, Burton, and To'o, they couldn't. And I know To'o switched wings because yep. he was a Tago, yep. but there's something to be said. Yeah, that combination. Yeah, and and maybe when you're in attack, you give Burton a bit of that license to float around the middle, so he can bring his kicking game in. Crossfield kicks to Adokar. I just think it'd add a real string to our bow for New South Wales. And you're picking on the back of some good form. Like, yeah, I think Burton's been playing reasonable footy. He's been unlucky to be in a poor side, but you know, you only go back six months ago, as you quite rightly said. You know, centre of the year, um, and gives a bit of that X factor which we've been missing. You know, when you take out Luttrell, yep. you take out Turbo. I think. Uh, he's the he's the guy that could turn a game on its head. So, let me ask you this: not that you care too much about who Queensland picked, but obviously <laughs> Reuben Cotter out did his hammy in the warm up before the Manly game on Friday night, and three to five weeks they anticipate. You think Carrigan will start at thirteen, mm. which opens the spot for I presume Jai Arrow. Can you pick any Bunnies fans on form at the moment? I, <laughs> yeah, I, it'd be tough. Um, yeah. It seems like he's the automatic pick, isn't it, Jairo? But I don't think yeah. I don't think he's been playing well enough. No, you saw you're a no. I, I agree with you. I thought I think he's been in really poor form. Someone that was in their squad the other year, but they ended up uh, leaving out. I think he got injured just before Origin. Was Corey Horsburgh? Mm. He's been in really good form, good form for uh, for Raiders, the Raiders, yeah. and he's the sort of player that Queensland love. Um, I he don't had know. a couple of games with you last year, wasn't he on loan? For Him and Bulldogs. Ryan James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been in really good form. I don't, they, they haven't got huge depth, Queensland, which is uh, one thing where they will get tested across the series if they get a couple of injuries. Mm. Um, I, they, I don't think they lose much by bringing Carrigan into the team, but I do think they lose from not having his impact off the bench. 0457 736 736. What have you made of round 15 of the National Rugby League so far? And who you got? Who are some of your smokies for Origin 2? We're going to catch up with Paul Gow today. Uh, I haven't spoken to Gowie for a while to talk about the US Open. You know, what I love about the US Open, it is such a tough, tough tournament. And I reckon 600 will probably win it. It's looking after round three. Um, Williams Alatoris, total minus four, along with Matt Fitzpatrick. And they're one ahead of John Brahm who's one ahead of Keegan Bradley, Scotty Scheffler, Adam Hadwood, and then Rory's a shot further back. Because when they cut the field in half, mm. they just become real bastards. It's they tied it up to weird it? pin placements. Mm. And I, I love a tournament where... Do they change it mid-tournament? 
every every round they move the pins. Really? Yeah, so you don't get wear on the. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day it might be at the back, to the left, to the right, okay. to the front. Yeah, and so just make it really. So they make hard. it harder as Impossible. it goes. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's hard yeah. enough as it is because the greens obviously will quicken up over time because they dry out. Yeah, you, you're basically tapping it, much like your putting skills here in the office. <laughs> tap it and the ball just flies off. Isn't it funny? You're like two se- How long? Five seconds. Get three more putts in. Courtesy of Kay, I've got this little putting. I don't know. We sort of. Little green oh, yeah. Yeah. apparatus out there. It's like a strip of AstroTurf, and it goes up a little ramp with a hole, and then if you hit it off the back, it just rolls around and comes right back to your feet. Yeah. One of those ones where you see the billionaires in the movies in their office. They've got the nice office overlooking New York. Yeah. They've got the putting green. Cutting, yeah. cutting into like the couples. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're walking around without the strides on in the office. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, when you do a program with two athletes, as esteemed as Steve O'Keefe oh, and James Magnuson, who represented their country <laughs> with a plum? It's the competitive juices just never stop flowing. Do well, they? I think it was as soon as I turned up, Miss I was ah uh, sugar got five in a row. So uh, <laughs> see if you can be that. I'm like, I'm gonna play five in a row. <laughs> right, that's it. Cover for me, Jules. Do a ten minute intro so that buys me more time before. And Miss Oles here as he's pu- puffing, running his way back into the studio. So I'll catch up with Gowie uh, later on to talk about the US Open golf. Of course, in the shadow of of the Live Golf Tour, Phil Mickelson, who's the unofficial figurehead, I guess you could say, of, the, of this Saudi backed tournament. Uh, had a shocker, eight over round one. He, I think, four part of the sixth. And he sort of went underground for a while after the comments. And, and the thing about it is, he, did you see him this week? He just looked like a man under tremendous strain. Like he, yeah. he didn't know, I, I guess, didn't anticipate the degree to which he would be hammered with questions about the morality of his decision. Yeah, I was actually surprised at um, some of the questioning. I, I didn't think they'd get that narky. Um, drawing links to 9-11 and Saudi Arabia and uh, survivors of the Twin Towers saying that he had blood on his hands. I was like, this is all way too much. Like, this is sport. Like, at the end of the day, we're talking about sport. One thing for Phil Mickelson, a couple of hundred million will help you sleep a little easier at night. Get that nice plush bed. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that the first thing that comes to mind with $200 million? I yeah. mean, there's something really nice about that in earnest that you just like a nice bed if you had $200 million. You know how you used to see on the MTV Cribs and they go to like Shaq's place and he's got that custom, custom bed that yeah. takes up like a whole room? Yeah. I'd love one of those custom numbers. You'd be, you'd, your feet would be hanging off the end of a standard size bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't fit a normal bed too well. You know the where the worst place was at the Olympics? They have the worst beds in the world. Built out of recycled cardboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they said that was, uh, they built them out of recycled uh, cardboard uh, in Japan. So if there was any shagging, they'd break. Go straight through it. Yeah, that's what they said the reason was. How did did you go? Did you break any? I wasn't in Tokyo. I'm sure that's quite the deterrent that they think it will be. Well, I said it there. They asked me about it at the time, um, you know, how would the athletes get on? And I said, look. They've got to the top of the game through uh, showing initiative and intuition. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will. They absolutely will. Uh, headline from the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> Give me a call, Freddie. Talakai's plea to start in Origin 2. Should CSF a Talakai be picked for Origin 2? Now, we talked about Jack White and been out with COVID. I mean, you're an unabashed Burton fan. I like him yeah. too. But is he a smoky Talakai? He's not in my team. Um, on his early season form, would he have gone close? Yeah. To be honest, I think the Sharks have dropped right off the pace over the past month of football. Um, like, really unimpressive yesterday against the Titans. Uh, and Talakai didn't really feature. 
Uh, so based off that, no, he's not in my team. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think a, a good statement was made when Staggs played up against him and basically gave him a bar. Dominated him. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd like to see that performance a little bit more consistent over time. Yeah. Do you think it could be a game breaker, particularly after the 60th minute when the game gets a bit tired, mm. potentially? But I, I'd prefer to see them look at Burton, um, a guy who's been consistent. Uh, right across his yeah. career and now finding a bit of form and adds a, another dimension, as my, you said, with his kicking out. My final say on that one would be he wouldn't be lining up against Morgan Harper in State of Origin. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy is that open line number. Flick us a text as well, 0457 736 736. The call or text of the day will win a Dometic Thermo mug. So it's nice with this cold snap we had. Put a bit yeah. of pumpkin soup in it. Take oh, it wherever you like and, mm. and keep it really warm. Now, uh, the Eels Roosters, a cracking game of footy last night. We'll discuss that more after the break. But um, I had a rare night without the kids. So my daughter was at my mother-in-law's place. My son was at my mother's place. And my wife and I went out for dinner. We live in the Parramatta region. And foolishly, I didn't time it. So as we left, just as the, the game had finished, uh, and the streets swamped. were awash with jerseys uh, and traffic and the rest boy, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and obviously, I, my wife gets my full attention. So I didn't look at my phone <laughs> until afterwards. A, a, a message from one Jay um, Magnus, which means great. Uh, uh, Suwali got that skill X hotness ratio. I think for the benefit of our listeners, so you need to expand <laughs> yeah. on what you meant by that. Yeah, so I spoke about with this with Jalisa earlier in the season. Uh, I said that the mark of a marquee signing, so when you sign a marquee player to your club, is based off a, a basic ratio, and that is skill level times hotness. So, for example, Kalen Ponga got a million dollars. I don't think he's necessarily a million dollar player due to skill level, but he's got the hotness. He's oh, got the market marketability. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. You, you yeah. don't think Kalen Pong is a million-dollar player just due to skill level? No. He's got to be one of the most skillful players in the competition. But you combine his hotness. So you like yeah. the ginger. That's, that, that's oh, 800,000 yeah. skill, 250 yeah, hotness. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so some other examples mm. in the NRL right now. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, if mullets are your thing. I mean, yeah, uh, the younger, the younger generation's right into that. Uh, Joey Manu. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Manu Joey. Has, has come back after facial surgery and looks even he better. He looks great. He's, he's a, model, he looks yeah. a million more bucks. pronounced sort of jawline. Yeah. yeah. But uh, of late, Suwali's come onto my radar. Mm. Only 18. He's still got a bit of, the, he's got a bit of thickening to do. Mm. But he could... Uh, like wow. this is not where what I do you mean you need the face to fill out or the body? What do you mean the by body thick? to fill Explain out? What do you mean by thick? Like he's still he's still got the so he's, he's doused him in cornflour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's still got a, a bit of uh, a bit of growing to do, but he could be on the runway in Paris. What about Man, the he's a good-looking uh, dude? Yeah. yeah, he's got. He'd uh, he'd be more of a catalogue model, I think, more imagine, than a runway model. But yeah, imagine I, being an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Best and less. He's more of a best and less yeah. or a lows than a than a GQ. Imagine yeah. being, yeah. Being, imagine being an eighteen-year-old playing for the Roosters, looking like that, going to Greenwood on a Thursday night. Like it must be yeah. tough. Yeah, it well, must be two hundred centimeters tall. Well, listen, yeah. I'll see your Joe Suwali and yeah. I'll raise you, Reese Walsh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Piercing him. Eyes. He's pretty. I mean, yeah. he, he looks like... Oh, he's a kid yeah. wear makeup on the field. Yeah. 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 Hotness yeah. rating, he's off the scale. Yeah. yeah. He could do... Uh, he wouldn't be a runway model. He's too short, obviously, but more of like yeah. a cream. You know, you do the facial cream. He could be... You know what he'd do? Remember uh, Marky Mark did the Calvin yeah. Klein? Ah, good, yep. He could do the ah, Calvin Klein. So you just sort of have him from the six-pack down <laughs> with the branding on the elastic of the... Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the, yeah. Of he the could definitely do the Calvin Klein, I reckon. Interesting. Cam Murray from your team. Yeah, Cam.
Murray's rates very highly. Very good, very good looking man. Okay, well, let's run this up the flagpole today. Mm. I didn't think we'd be doing this, but you never yeah. know what funky turns this program yeah. takes. 0457 736 736. <laughs> uh, the million dollar NRL players currently playing, you know what? Do past as well. Who'd get a million bucks? Combination of skill and hotness. I'll yeah. give you Craig Wing right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's far, by far. I, yeah, I saw him out in Double Bay not long ago. And he's still got it. Still he hasn't, got, aged hasn't aged a yeah. day. Like, what's his skincare Luke routine? Luke Rickardson, same team. Yeah, he's, he's more of a silver fox now. He has yeah. aged a little. Yeah. Craig Wing, he still looks 30 years old. I was at uh, this sort of a, a function a couple of years ago. Everyone was on the, the Terps and, and Wingy was there. And I said, you want a beer, Wing? He goes, no, no, I've, I've got a, a speech to give. I'm addressing a corporate whatever afterwards. Yeah. And he had like a pink shirt tucked it. Like resplendent, not a hair out of place, and yeah. stinking the mineral water. Yeah, and he had a glow about him. Yeah, he yeah, he does. Yeah, there's a presence. Yeah. Minicello's aged really well as well. He he doesn't look any older. What about someone who started out with the X factor and hotness and skill level, and then went backwards? So I'm thinking along the lines of maybe a Jeff Tuvey who went in as a Grash the blood, <laughs> surfing a little bloke, and yeah. then maybe got his head stopped what on a few a, many too many times. Or a Cooper Cronk with a nose sort of just <laughs> yes. oh, yes. weird yeah. night return. Yeah. 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 Trent Barrett pre-Bulldogs coaching gig and post. <laughs> <laughs> a few extra grey hairs. That'll you. A yeah. couple of bags yeah. under us, the eyes. For us Dragons fans, Maddie Cooper. 0457. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, who would earn a million bucks? Combination of skill and hotness in the National Rugby League. 0457 736 736 is the text line number. We'll take a break on the other side of this. We'll have a look, take a deeper dive into the belt line last night at Comeback Stadium between the Eels and the Roosters. We are up and running for a Sunday afternoon. You're on Crunch Time. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.